This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Once again, we've seen this parasha seems to be a repetition of the earlier parashas of Truma Tetzavim. But we find the parasha begins, Eile Pekudei HaMishkan, Mishkan Eidus HaShapuket HaPiyat Moshe Avodas HaLavim, Biyadi Samar Ben Ahar Nakayim. Moshe Rabbeinu gives an accounting of all the money that was used for the Mishkan. Who's in charge of giving everyone their individual jobs from the Levium? So that was Isamar ben Aharonikayim. Who's in charge of the overall building of the Mishkan? Next pasuk, Ubitzalo ben Uri ben Chur lamata Yehuda. Who helped him? Beita and with him Ahaliyah ben Achisamav, Achisamav lamata Dun. Interesting. Whenever the Torah tells us somebody, they don't have last names. The Torah tells us their first name. And the shaver they're from. For example, Isamar. Who's Isamar? Ben Ahar Nakayim. Who is Aliyav? Ben Achisamach. Lamate Dad. Yet by Uri, it doesn't just say Ben Uri. It doesn't just say Bitzal Ben Uri. Lamate Yehuda. It adds one more generation. Bitzalel Ben Uri Ben Chur Lamate Yehuda. Why of all people, by Bitzalel, does that his grandfather? The Torah could have just said Betzal ben Uri. Why is the Torah adding Betzal ben Uri ben Chur? Why do we have to know whose grandfather was? The Torah doesn't tell us or anyone else who the grandfather was. And the Swarm tell us that the parasha starts off, Eile Pekudi HaMishkan. These are the accountings of the Mishkan. This Eile came as a forgiveness for the previous Eile. When Klai Yisrael said, when they built the Eagle, he said, Eila Elokecha Yisrael. This is your God. And they were serving the idol of the Eagle Azov. That Eila and this Eila, except this Eila over here, the Mishkan is coming to atone for that Eagle. And therefore we see that Bitzal had this chus to build the Mishkan because of his grandfather Chur. What happened to Chur? So we know Mesha went up to Shemayim. He left in charge Aaron and Chur. And when the Jews saw the Moshe wasn't coming down in time, they came over to Chur and they said, Chur, we have to make an intermediary. And Chur said, absolutely not. And they threatened Chur to kill him if he's not going to cooperate. And Chur said, no, you can't do it. And he gave his life al Kiddush Hashem that killed Chur. And that's Chus, but Salah got to build the Mishkan, which came as an atonement for them. And the two questions that we have to figure out. Number one, was Hur's life given in vain? He was Meister Nefesh that they shouldn't build the Mishkan, and they did it at the end. Also, why would Betzalel want to build the Mishkan? The Jews are coming to build the Mishkan to get forgiveness for the Egel, and they killed his grandfather because of it. Betzalel should have said, no way, I'm not helping you build the Mishkan. You killed my grandfather. But the terror is telling us, is the Midah that Betzal learned from his grandfather, Chur. Why did Chur say no? Chur said no, because he loved Klaishu so much. He loved him so much, he didn't want him to build the ego. He was willing to give up his life to stop them to do the ego. And even if it wouldn't stop them, it would slow them down. And maybe by the time they get ready to do it, Maishravina would come down. Because he loved Klaishu so much, he was ready to give up his life. And that is the Mida that Betzalel learned from his grandfather, Hur. He learned from his grandfather to care about Klai Yisrael more than him himself. 
And therefore, even though he may have had this, this feeling in him, how, why should I go and help you? You killed my grandfather. But he realized that that's not what's important here. What's important here is to help Klai Yisrael. And in his love for Klai Yisrael, he was ready to put that feeling aside and build a Mishkan for them. And that's what the Torah tells us, B'tzalel ben Uri ben Hur. That midah of caring so much for Klai Yisrael came from his grandfather Hur. And that is the midah of a leader. The meat of a leader is not to look at himself and to care about himself, but to care about Klai Yisrael more. There was a Rosh Hashiva named Rav Lezer Geltzauer. Rav Lezer Geltzauer. He had a wonderful Hasidish Yeshiva in Brooklyn. Unfortunately, he passed away very young. In his Yeshiva, with all these Hasidish Abachman that were there, it was a high-level Yeshiva. And one day in the afternoon, they were sitting in base medish learning. And from one of the windows that was open, a bird came flying in. And all of a sudden, it caused a commotion. Everyone's watching this bird fly around. The bird got scared and it tried to fly out. And it flew towards the window without realizing that the window was closed. And it went smashing against the window. And it fell down. It was on the floor. And it was injured. And everyone came to look at the bird. And the bird couldn't fly. They didn't know what to do with it. Should pick it up or just leave it there. And everyone's crowded around watching the bird. And the bird just took a few seconds. They saw the bird stop moving. And the bird died from the force that it hit the window. And everyone just still doesn't know. They're standing around watching it. The Roshiva comes over. And he tells all of them. He said, a lot of you guys are people from Hashiva families. And I'm sure a lot of you are going to be Rashi Yeshiva maybe Rebbe's or Rabbanim, just remember, when the crowd comes around you and they're looking at you and they're watching everything that you do, remember that you once crowded around watching a dead bird. Think about it, when people are crowding around you, just imagine they're crowding and watching a dead bird. The point he was making to them was, is that even if you're going to be the center of attention, don't think of yourself any more than just a dead bird there. Because your job is to help others and not so much worry about yourself. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Bye. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.